Hello, everybody. As we know, um, today is the uh, 17th of Tammuz, and uh, this is the time, as uh, we read in the Tachnun, the Nishdapru Aluchot, that uh, the tablet, the first Luchot that Moses brought down. When I say brought down, what does that mean, brought down? Meaning from the upper world, the non-materialistic world, into this physical world. So Moshe Rabbeinu was able to bring the bridge between the upper world to the lower world. That was the Luchot. Unfortunately, at that moment, it was the beginning of the celebration over other God, Elohim Acherim, which was the Egel, which was the golden calf. And unfortunately, that was uh, the sin. It was the sin, the Igul, the Egel, and... Um, uh, the Luchot Nishtabru, the Luchot broke today on 17 of Tammuz. What does that mean for me and you? The communication that we have from the, with the Creator was very easy to the Luchot. You think, you talk, and you do immediate connection to the Creator, to the Kucha Barichu, which I don't need to tell you, some, not some, most people, if not all people, believe that while they pray, nothing really happened. Sometimes they see the result 20 years later, but they don't even remember what day they ask. So we can see the importance of what broke today. So for that reason, today is a day of mourning for the Jewish people. The Jewish people fasting today. Fasting today. If you meet somebody who teach you Kabbalah, and they say we stop fasting, you know, is a fake Kabbalist or false Kabbalist. You have to fast today. You have to feel the pain for the bridge between you and the Creator been broken. Why fasting can help? What is the idea of fasting? Everything that you are preventing yourself from doing on a regular basis, fasting or shower or drinking water, what does that mean? It's tzimtzum, it's contraction. You're contracting yourself. You're not allowing yourself to enjoy the normal thing. If it's food, if it's water, if it's shower, it's perfume. And by you doing that, you are You are contracting yourself. Now, what is this to do with the broken of the Luchot? The broken of the Luchot were the immediate bridge, not Timtzum. That's the immediate bridge between humanity and the Creator. When that broke, you have to go back to what happened after the Timtzum, after the contraction. What happened to your desire? Your desire has to be controlled. How do you control your desire? First, you need to say no to the desire. Saying yes to the desire, that's mean that was desire controlling you. That's why we're fasting, those of you who want to know. I'm going to read from Kerem Shlomo, Rabbi Shlomo Alberstein. It's a Tanan, Tanit, Kavav Abud Aleph. It's a Masechet Tanit in the Talmud, page 26, first page. Meshiva Sabbat Tammuz, in the 17th of Tammuz, Nishdabru Aluchot. The Luchot, broken, broke. My Tama Nikva Tanit, Yom Shiva Sabbat Tammuz. Why we are fasting on that day? Are we fasting because of the Luchot? Are we fasting? There is a meaning to it. So he's bringing something from the Ramban with Nut, Nachmanasis. We can find meaning to it in the story that brought from Balatur in Parashat Kitisa. Bet Pe'abim Anot. Kol Anot Anochi Shomer. Remember when Moshe Rabbeinu came down to the mountain, Yoshua, his servant, was waiting for him. 
He say, I'm listening, or I hear, kol anot, a sound of anot. Anot can be translated as answer. Anot can be translated as inuim, suffering, pain and suffering. Kol anot anuchi shomea. Ve'idach yom anot adam nafsho. Yeshayahu said, this is the day that you make sure your lower level of the soul, which is the blood, which is the body, suffer through fasting. When Moshe said to Yoshua, I hear a sound of suffering, I hear a, a, a sound of begging, I hear a sound of cry. In the day that the tablet broken, meaning, Moshe Rabbeinu teaches us, I see the future. And as I see the future, I can tell that from Hashem, from Chachamim, you have Gzera. You have a decree that this day you need to fast. You need to do a special Shachrit. You need to go to do a special Bilcha, special Arvid today. So here Moshe Rabbeinu see the future and the Israelites will fast. Why there is people who call themselves Kabbalists and they don't fast? Because it's easy. It's easy to have right now a slice of pizza. So a Kabbalist don't go after what's easy. A Kabbalist is going after what can he or she connect to. Once you find out that your teacher to make it too easy on you, either you are a very bad student or either your teacher is a very bad teacher. When Faresh of Sorah, as he knew it, so what is that Inui that Moshe Rabbeinu talking about? It's the day of Sivantin, of Tammuz, no food, no drink. Aftarah. In the Aftarah it says, I will gather all of you together eventually. And in Wherever you are, I make sure you're coming. Why is he saying, I will collect, say God, all the people be, that have been collected. If they've already been collected, I don't need to collect them. Why? There is double language saying, All the main idea of our galut, our Exile, that we live in now. What's the exile? What is the exile? Exile is when you disconnect from something. You're in exile for that. Uh, husband and wife can be in exile from each other. Two business partners can be in exile. A human and God can be in exile. The one who know that he or she are in exile, they hope. There's people who doesn't even know that they are in exile. So you say, why do we say we're going to collect them twice? The only reason there is galut between two people, between nations, between nations and God, is because there is hatred among the nation. Why are we hating each other? Why? Why are we hating each other? What, what is this hate? Sina. 
we can find that in the beginning of the Torah that it's written when the, the God said to the snake I put hatred Eva Eva I will put Eva Bencha or Ben Aisha Eva Bencha Ben Aisha similar letter to Echa and the idea that the force of hatred usually starts from jealousy. All hatred is pre-hatred. What is the beginning of hatred? Jealousy. You look at people, they have more money than you, that's jealousy. Don't let it go further with hate. What can you do? Becoming like them or eliminate them. Jealousy, hatred, and crime. Like you look at, uh, at uh, Israel in 1948. A group of people from Europe, together with some servant or slave Jewish people from North Africa, including my father, my grandfather, come to make Tel Aviv. At that time, the city was a city of nothing. So what they did, they started building it. You look at Tel Aviv today, you're not embarrassed. Less than 100 years. It's already one of the most populated cities in the world. How can you take nothing into something? And what is the price for that? The price will be that people in the area will get jealous from you. And that's exactly what happened. So what they can do, they can eliminate you. You tell me, I mean, whoever can answer that, I would love you to, to please text that to me. Whatever you are. Zionist, not Zionist, I'm not into that group. If you're Zionist, if you're not Zionist, if you're Muslim, if you're not, if you're Palestinian, if you're Israeli, why the jealousy? If you're smart, go to people who built Tel Aviv and tell them I would like to build Gaza the same way. I would like to build Janine the same way. I would like to build Umm al the same way. After all, the Jewish people didn't have any help. They were surrounded by only Muslim people who would have killed them at that time. And they killed a lot of them, raped a lot of them. But they continue building Tel Aviv. What makes them stronger than whoever live in the neighborhood? Why Syria look like hell? Why Lebanon look like hell? Is it all because of the people who built Tel Aviv? I don't think people who want to build something from nothing want to build something to become nothing. Because there is no jealousy there. I am better than you. My life is better than you. I don't want to destroy you. But the reason you want to destroy me, you don't hate me. You're jealous for me. The only reason somebody hates you is first they're jealous for you. That's a problem in the Middle East. That's a problem in the Middle East. Soon, people will get angry with Dubai. It looked beautiful in the Middle East. Everything that looked beautiful related to the area, jealousy will be, and then hatred. So we see here that in those days, it was hatred among the Israelites. And we know the hatred among the Israelites equal to three Averot. Shkula neged kebel Averot. Three sin. First sin, Avodazara, idol worshiping. Shtaim, Gilu Yarayot, adultery, sleeping with your own member of the family. Third, Shvichudamim, bloodshed. We see, unfortunately, 
in the name of God, many people, if you remember that group with the stupid black flag, they almost like, uh, look like kids, that their mother and father never let them play a parrot and cowboys or a cowboys in India. So they turned it into reality. They inject themselves with some drugs and they decide to kill all the old religious places. And they use the word, we remove Abu Dazara. But sex, they couldn't stop it. They rape everything that move and they see. Gilui Arayot was everything. Adultery was everywhere. And then, of course, together with that, like taking people's heads off. Look at that. The jealousy. Go learn from the rich people. Go learn from the people who make it. Don't be jealous. If somebody make it in life, learn from them. Don't be jealous. Yes, they are way better than you. You are a terrible person. They are an excellent person. What are you going to do? Hate them? Get angry? Panic? That's what stupid people do. Those are, they, I always say, that the people who destroy the world are, will never be evil people. Evil people are smart. They're always going to be stupid people. If you see somebody go to a war, that's going to be a stupid person. It's not evil. Evil has schedule. Stupidity will never have a schedule. Stupid. Just stupid. They wake up in the morning and the stupidity take over and they just go ahead. But what's the beginning of the stupidity? Jealousy. So it's a... For that reason, he said the word Nikbatzav two times. Like Abetz, to gather them, say two times. First, the day of Achdut Veshalom, one, the Jewish people have unity. Why Dafka the Jewish people? Because they have a mission. Don't be jealous. God chose them. God talked to God. He chose those people, called the Jewish people, to bring peace to the world. But the only way that they can bring peace to the world if you gather them into one country, put some books of Torah, and make sure that they pray for the unity of the world. It will never be a war in the world again. That's a prophecy. Like Jacob talked to his children. All of you will be one group. If you will be able to get along with your family member, with your neighbors, with whatever it is that you are getting along around, prepare yourself for the Geula. Prepare yourself for the redemption to come. So now we know why Yeshayahu, Isaiah say, the voice of God, the talk of God, that will gather all the Jewish people, and then I will gather them. Why gathering two times? A true redemption. So you have to make, there is a condition. What is the condition? That first, you got to gather all the people together. Meaning they have to have unity among them. And then the Geulah will come. It will be love one to another. It will be no separation in the heart. What is separation in the heart? Jealousy. You see somebody has a beautiful watch, let them have a beautiful watch. Beautiful car, beautiful car. You want to learn how to make it? Go ask them. Jealousy. So whoever is in the Middle East now, whatever you are a member of Hezbollah in Lebanon, or you're just in Lebanon, nice person, or you're in Syria and you hope for a better life, or you're in Jordan, or you're in Egypt, or just wandering around, around the desert, 
There is a promise. If you call yourself a man of God or a woman of God, wake up. There is a prophecy. If you are Iranian in Iran and you work in the nuclear center in Iran and you are protecting yourself, what are you protecting yourself from? And who are you protecting yourself from? You think that people who built in no place, nothingness, into Tel Aviv want to go to war with you? Stupid. Wake up. If I found a place that can reduce, that can bring me all the diamond from the ground, do you think I want to destroy it? What for? You want to create a change? Bring all the Jewish from all over the world to Israel. Tell them, listen, you guys cannot work. You have to study Torah for us and Kabbalah. And we will pay for your food, you'll pay for nothing, but that's all what you're going to do all day long. You cannot become business people. You only study Torah and you pray for the peace of the world. That's how 17 of taboos can be used. Let's make sure that when you see two Israelite Jewish people have an argument, make sure that you bring them together. But that's a way to remove the Galut. That is Kulegula. Hold to and have a beautiful day.